0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Thinking about sprucing up your yard this spring but not sure where to start? The answer is as simple as picking the right plants.
1: Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs. Look for them in the white containers at your local garden center.
2: Here's the show that asks contestants to
0: step up to the plate and swing for the fences to win the grand prize. It's time to play Nine Innings with your host, Josh Nelson. Thanks, Kim, and welcome to Nine Innings, the game show that will test your baseball knowledge. I'm your host, Josh Nelson, and thanks for tuning in to Nine Innings. Here's how the game works. There are nine questions for each contestant that ranges from very easy to incredibly difficult. At any time they get a question wrong or don't answer within 60 seconds, they are out. There will be prizes given away at key checkpoints. And one of those checkpoints is question six. If they can answer six questions in a row correctly, they will get three hints to use for the remaining three questions. They could use all three hints on one question if they want. Once the three hints are gone, they are gone. If the contestant answers the ninth and final question correctly, they win the grand prize. This week's grand prize is a $100 certificate to MOBShop.com, where they could buy new MOB gear for the upcoming season. There will be more prizes given away during the show at the checkpoints, But let's get started by meeting our first contestant. Last episode, we had our first grand prize winner and Jordan Lazowski. Let's see if we can have our second this week on nine innings. Trying first from Chicago, Illinois is Tom Pauly. And hello, Tom. Thanks for playing nine
2: innings. Hey, Josh. Thanks for thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, I am a Southsider born and raised, uh, actually a, a hockey coach. Um, and, uh, that's currently not happening right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, long time white Sox fan, uh, live in Pilsen and, uh, I'm, this will be my second, uh, live white Sox trivia that I've ever done. So wow. I'm hoping that I fare a little bit better than I did, uh, a number of years ago when I was on the Comcast Sportsnet show, The Batters Box. And how did you do on The Batters Box? Um, I made it to the semifinals.
3: Uh, okay.
2: And I got absolutely waxed by a guy named Patrick. <laughs> um it was like, I wish I could find the tape. I might've gotten shut out. Like I, it was not close. Oh man! Well, I
0: hope you do not get shut out here on nine innings. <laughs> um, but before we get started, uh, your favorite baseball story is when Carl Yastrzemski called Hawk Harrelson in the booth during a broadcast. Why is that your favorite story?
2: Uh, it's one of them. And it's, how many times have we heard over the course of 20 some years, 30 years of Hawk in the booth talking about his friend, Yaz, and we got to like see that. I mean, come on or hear it. It's yeah. incredible. Plus I, I guarantee like Hawk talks about wa- watching uh Walker, Texas Ranger and drinking. He called it schmearna. <laughs> like there is no way that he's doing that ever. What do you think he is doing? I, uh, he might be watching Walker Tech Changer, but I like he could have said anything and that no no way I, I don't believe Hawk is a a vodka. Man. <laughs> he seems he seems like a, a brown liquor guy. You know, I could see that.
0: Yeah, like a bourbon or maybe a Scotch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could definitely see that. So are you a fan being a lifelong Southsider? of the Cubs and White Sox games when they play against each other during the regular
2: season? Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm not a huge interleague play fan, but I mean, I think at least once a year, it's nice to have the Sox and Cubs play against one another. It's better when they're both good or both bad. (laughs) Um, And I I wish they would go back to an odd number of games too, right? Like, This two two and two nonsense is driving me nuts.
0: Yeah. Well, I ask because your edition of Nine Innings is about those windy city interleague games. But before we get started, a quick rundown of the rules again. Tom's going to try to answer all nine questions in a row. If Tom gets a question wrong or doesn't answer within 60 seconds, he's out. (laughs) If Tom answers six questions in a row, he will earn three hints that he could use on questions seven, eight, or nine, and he could use all three hints on a single question if he wants. So if we make it that far, Tom, let's not forget to use your hints before locking in your final answer. Are you ready to play nine innings?
2: Yeah, I'm ready. i got to get to that. i going first. Your first
0: question. Question Again, the theme is Cubs versus White Sox. In 2006, this catcher got punched in the face after a collision at the plate with Cubs catcher Michael Barrett.
2: AJ, AJ Prusinski.
0: AJ Prusinski is correct. Yes, you are not shutouts. So you're already doing better than batter's box. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> we're off to a great start. Uh, Question number two, name the two headliners the Chicago White Sox received after trading Jose Quintana to the Chicago Cubs in 2017.
2: Um, It would be Eloy Jimenez and Dylan
0: Cease. Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease is correct. Yes. I'm hot. Two for two. Continuing the... (laughs) You're hot. Yes. Uh, Continuing the theme of trades, let's flip it on the other side. So obviously that trade looks like it will work out really well for the White Sox, getting Aloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease. But the Cubs got the better end of a deal with the White Sox, as this player is better known to have played for the Chicago Cubs. But before he was traded to the Chicago Cubs, he played for the Chicago White Sox in 1989 to 1991, roaming the outfield. Name this former Cub and White Sox player.
2: Um, It's got to be
0: Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa is correct. Yes. <laughs> See, you're three for three. This is a good run. Good run. Now the, the questions are going to get a little bit tougher here. So we go from the well-known things to this, this middle area as you build up to question number six. So are you ready for question number four, Tom? I'm ready. I'm ready. In 2003, this mustachioed infielder hit a walk-off home run to send the White Sox crowd home happy in a 4-3 victory over the Chicago Cubs. I'm
2: so happy that that I'm hoping that I'm right here, but I'm so happy. He was my favorite player uh, growing up, Jose Valentin. Jose Valentin? (laughs) Is correct. Yes.
0: Here, I thought our uh, question writer, Ted Mulvey, I thought that was uh, maybe our most difficult question number four we've had on the show because uh, I don't remember that game, but that's a great memory. So let's stay in 2003. In 2003, oh, I should say also in 2003, this White Sox catcher hit a grand slam as part of a six-run first inning as the White Sox routed the Cubs
2: 12-3. to three. You said that, sorry, can you repeat that? The 2003 White Sox catcher hit a grand slam? That is correct.
0: Also in 2003, this White Sox catcher hit a grand slam as part of a six-run first inning as the White Sox routed the Cubs
2: 12-3. to three. Okay, I, that was like – I'm trying to remember who the Sox catcher when I was in high school. Um, I, I don't uh, – Josh, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Miguel Olivo, but – I want to just say that I don't think that's right. And I think it's Sandy Alomar, but I'm going with Miguel Olivo just because that seems more in the time period. Miguel Olivo
0: is correct. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was Miguel Olivo. Well done. Well done. So we got the first five questions, right? We are now moving to question six on this white Sox versus Cubs theme of nine innings. With Tom Polly. if Tom gets this question right, he's going to get those three hints on his way for an opportunity to win the grand prize. So are you ready for this critical question? Number six, Tom, let's do it. Let's go during a Cubs and White Sox game in 2010. This Cubs pitcher gave up four runs in the first inning, which led to a meltdown in the dugout, which saw him removed from the game by his manager Lou Pinella,
2: name the Cubs pitcher. Okay, 2010 Cubs pitchers. All right, this is uh, oh boy. Okay, um, I wish I could use one of those hints now, man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're so close.
0: If you get this one right, you'll get your hints.
2: Okay, um, a meltdown. Josh, um, thinking Ryan
3: Dempster,
2: uh, man, I, I'm Cubs pitchers. I'm thinking Matt, like Matt Clement, um, uh, the left-handed guy that I didn't particularly like, um, <laughs> uh oh my god um Clement. well did they have a wells uh what's i i i i don't uh, uh, i'm gonna go with with Ricky wells there's a wells in there <laughs> one of the wells.
0: So, Ricky Wells, that's who you're going with?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, there, it's a Wells for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Wells. Ricky Wells oh.
0: is incorrect. So, the key word is meltdown, and he was notorious on the north side for having a temper. It was Carlos Zambrano. Holy cow, man. That seemed like the easiest. That's the easiest of the questions that I... God, I, <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's that easy. Maybe if you're a Chicago Cubs fan, you would have remembered when Sweet Lou kicked out Carlos Zambrano from his own dugout. Uh, but that was a great run. And the fact that Wait, you, did the Cubs have a well, I, I do not know. This is gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> we're definitely going to have to go to baseball <laughs> reference for that. Uh, but this was a great run. You got five questions, right? You're going to get some socks machine swag that we're going to mail your way for playing nine innings awesome. and uh yeah great job tom and thank you so much for coming on nine innings
2: thank you so much josh we'll uh we'll speak soon hope you hopefully your next contestant uh, fares a little bit better
0: The next contestant is very popular on White Sox Twitter. You can read his work on futuresox.com. It's James Fox. And hello, James. Thanks for playing Nine Innings. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. So usually, you and I are very busy keeping up with the day-to-day of baseball. As we're recording this, this is supposed to be the opening day for minor league baseball. And I know that you guys at Future Sox are... Incredibly busy. Try to keep up with all the activity of the affiliates and us at Sox Machine. We're trying to keep up everything that's going on uh, in the major leagues. But with the stay-at-home order due to coronavirus and the season being delayed, how have you been keeping busy, James?
3: So I've been keeping busy because I do. You know, I do. I'm a teacher in the Southwest suburbs, like for my day job. So you know, we do the whole like e-learning thing. I pretty much have to be on call until like one o'clock each afternoon, um, but then you know it's just kind of been a lot of, a lot of home workouts, a lot of following, you know, what little sports news there actually is, some writing. So, you know, me and me and my wife are both teachers, so we're both here. We've caught up on a lot of TV, but I mean, you know, probably similar to what most people are doing, I guess, in these times.
0: So when you're saying you're getting caught up on TV, what? What is the Fox household
3: watching? Well, so we watched Ozark really quickly. I, man, I wish that show was like more than 10 episodes per season because it's so good. Um, we did Tiger King. I guess I had some um, like controversial opinions on Tiger King because, you know, I didn't really think it was that great. <laughs> um <laughs> So there's that we actually, when we first started this thing, me and my wife rewatched the OC that I haven't seen in like a really long time. And I kind of remembered like why I haven't seen it in a really long time. But, you know, like we we did, we did that. I'm rewatching the Sopranos. um, Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're still going to be doing this for quite a while. So I think we're trying to figure out like what the next thing is that we're going to do. Yeah. Tiger
0: King isn't good. It's just. No, no, no. dramatic that's the best way to put it if you haven't seen it yet i do recommend watching it just because of the craziness uh if you don't like drama then don't watch tiger king because it's it's a lot of no
3: yeah there are no redeeming characters zero so you know (laughs) there's not really anybody to root for yeah
0: right everyone that's in prison can stay in prison And people, there probably should be more people in prison as well. After watching talking, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, But going back to nine innings here, how strong is your knowledge of baseball managers?
3: Um. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess enough. Like, I guess I go into seasons, like, know who's what teams, you know, who's managing what team and whatnot. So, I guess it'll just depend on how far back we're going.
0: All right, well, let's test your knowledge as your theme for nine innings is all about managers. So are you ready to play nine innings, James? I'm ready. Question number one. This former manager led the Chicago White Sox to their World Series title in 2005. Uh, that would be Ozzie Gian Ozzie Gian is correct yes still a little surprised that he hasn't nobody else has hired him i mean he made some very controversial comments uh when he was the miami marlins but he has not gotten another managing gig after the marlins uh despite winning the world series title with the white Sox in 2005 so that's ozzy on the south side let's move over to question number two this current anaheim angels manager has made two world series appearances One with the Rays and one with the Chicago Cubs. That's uh, Joe Madden. Joe Madden is correct. Yes. Yeah, when he was with the Rays, they lost to the Phillies in 2008, uh, which, of course, the Rays beat the White Sox in the uh, ALDS. And, of course, the Chicago Cubs won Game 7 against the Cleveland Indians in the 2016 World Series. All right, so we're off to a good start, James. You are two for two. Let's move on to question number three. Question number three. After getting fired by Hawk Harrelson in 1986, this manager went on to manage three World Series winning teams, one in Oakland and two in St. Louis. Um, Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa is correct. Yes, perhaps one of the more <laughs> worst moves that Hawk Harrelson made. Uh, in his one year as the general manager of the Chicago White Sox, uh, did a ton of damage. And I'm sure if future Sox was around in the uh, mid to late 80s, there would be a lot to write about. Uh, as uh, Bobby Bonilla? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but after that disastrous 1986 season, the White Sox drafted Jack McDowell and then Frank Thomas and Robin Matura and Alex Fernandez. They, they had a really good run and perhaps their best stretch run. As far as making draft picks in franchise history, all thanks because Hawk Carrollson was a terrible GM in nineteen eighty six. All right, so we got the first three questions right. Let's turn up the difficulty here as we move on to question number four. Question number four Brother to a former White Sox third base coach, this former Boston Red Sox manager led the team to their 2018 World Series title?
3: Oh, um, that's uh, Alex Cora. Alex Cora is
0: correct. Yes, we are four for four, James. We are at the halfway point, as you're just five questions away, five correct answers away from winning the grand prize. So are you ready for question number five? Let's do it. Now the manager of the Houston Astros and looking for his first World Series championship in this role. This manager did win one as a player with the 1981 Dodgers.
3: Yeah. So this was such a weird hire, but it's Dusty Baker.
0: Dusty Baker is correct.
3: Yes. So why is that a weird hire? I don't know. I guess I just thought it was weird that like that team hired that guy just because of like what they stand for. But You know, I guess their whole front office has changed. So maybe it's not as weird as I thought it was initially. I just thought they'd go with, like, a younger guy like, their next guy, like, whoever that was going to be.
0: Well, let's see if they play games in 2020. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if Dusty Baker's still the manager of the Houston Astros after this year.
3: But he is, like, a calming influence, though. So maybe that makes sense. Very true. So you're off
0: to a great start. You've answered the first five questions correctly. We are moving on to question number six. Again, if you answer this question correctly, you will earn three hints to help you out with questions seven, eight, and nine. Are you ready for question number six? Yes. This manager had an 11-year run with the Chicago White Sox. He had a 564 winning percentage, and he led them to the 1959 World Series, which the White Sox lost to the Dodgers. Name the manager.
3: Oh. Um, I can't, let me think, go all the way back, 59,
0: (sighs) I just, do you have a guess? I don't know. Well, you remember some of the players of the 59 World Series team, right?
3: Yeah, I remember some of the players. Like, uh, Billy Fox was on that team, I think. And Billy Pierce was on that team. Um, yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I might be. I might be mad
0: at myself, too, after. I don't get it, but, um, but... A final guess. Um, no, I don't even have a guess. The correct answer is Al Lopez. Okay. Al Lopez was the White Sox manager for the 1959 team that went to the World Series and they lost to the Dodgers. But this was a great run, man. You got five questions correct. So you tied with Tom for the most questions answered correctly on this episode so far. So terrific job, James. Really, I mean, it's hard to keep track as far as who managed when and who was managing where. So you did a very good job in your round of nine innings. And we really greatly appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. And hopefully you and I could go back to our daily routine of covering baseball once life gets back to normal
3: oh man i hope so
0: thanks for playing nine innings james all righty thanks for having me nine innings will return after a quick word from our sponsors
3: when you rely on the internet for everything you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Introducing
0: Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy, nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.
3: When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible x gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed.
0: Our final contestant on this episode of Nine Innings is from Northbrook, Illinois. Let's welcome Jeff Fayer to Nine Innings. And hello, Jeff. Thanks for playing Nine Innings.
1: Hey, Josh. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: So, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, well, I'm I'm lock, I'm bunkered down in Northbrook, as you said, but I'm originally from Tinley Park, so South Side or living on the North Side. Uh, school administrator and. Uh, yeah, I mean, just I'm a little bummed the White Sox season hasn't started. I mean, we are looking forward to it. And it was the most hype around a White Sox season in quite some time. And uh, yeah, just really bummed, but really happy they're showing the 2005 games on, on
2: NBC Sports Chicago.
0: Yeah, that does help a little bit. But you also write about football and uh, the football mm-hmm. draft is coming around the corner so hopefully that's keeping you a little bit busy since the NFL has continued to move forward, having the draft.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I wrote about football for a long time and I used to work in in football, and I just because of some other stuff, that's come up. I I don't do about it. I don't write about it as much anymore. It's mostly Notre Dame stuff, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the draft and, and what's going to happen. But it's just this very odd. It's an odd time right now to see, like even though everyone would be turning on the TV to see all the NFL draft stuff on TV and it just, it doesn't seem to be like there's not as much talk about it as there was before, because it's going to have to be done by zoom apparently <laughs> or whatever method they're going to do it by.
0: Yeah. That's going to be uh interesting, it's going to be kind of like the major league baseball draft in the mid two thousands where everybody is listening into a conference call and then reporting <laughs> based on uh who gets picked where uh, but you have a great baseball story. So your favorite baseball story is about when you picked up a White Sox player who looked like they were lost in a parking lot. So Jeff, yes. which White Sox player did you convince to get into your car?
1: It sounds it sounds bizarre when you say it like that. So I, I used to work I used to work <laughs> for the Houston Texans in marketing, and we were um, this was two thousand seven. It was spring two thousand seven. And I had moved down there in March of 06, right after the White Sox won the World Series over Houston. So I did not make many friends right away. Um, but I was leaving work one night, and it was in that the, the Reliant Stadium. They hosted the, uh, the Gold Cup soccer tournament, and it was Panama versus Mexico, I believe. And I had walked to the – there was the entrance on the one side of the stadium for the soccer entrance, and then I walked to the other side of the stadium for the employee parking lot. And not many people were there. It was an off night for us, obviously. And I just stayed late to get some stuff on. And I see a, a, someone walking around the parking lot in a Panama soccer jersey, looking lost. Didn't know where he was going. He's on the cell phone trying to get a hold of somebody. And I walk up to him and I stop dead in my tracks because I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's none other than El Caballo, Carlos Lee, <laughs> Cur- Houston Astro at the time. Yeah. Was trying to find the main entrance for the game. So I walked up to him and said, Hey, are are you lost? He said, I'm just looking where to get in. I said, Well, let me I tell you what, let me take you over there because there's no walkway that'll get you there other than going through the stadium and that's closed right now. So let's let me I can drive you over there. And I said, Hey, my name is Jeff and he said, Hi, I'm Carlos and I'm like, I know I'm a Sox fan And he kinda gave me this look and he's like, Oh, So it was – he got in the car, and we eluded we a little bit of traffic. And I, I, I actually turned away from the stadium, which he's like, uh, the stadium's that way. I'm like, I know. I know. I'm getting you around. I'm not, like, kidnapping you or anything. We'll get there. So I had to take a special route to get him to the the uh, way again. So he got to the stadium, said thanks, and that was about it. But that was uh, it was one of the most – absolutely one of the most interesting things that I've had happen with uh, in coming in contact with a (laughs) Sox player.
0: That's a great story though. You, you gave Carlos Lee a ride to the stadium. Great story.
1: Yes. When he was in the stadium parking lot, (laughs) that's, that's the funny thing. And I didn't know if he had been out partying beforehand. Couldn't have been, I mean, he could have been nicer. um, But that was, it was just a very, very odd occurrence. And of course it happens right after they won the world series without him.
0: I know. Wow. That's an awesome story. So, Are you ready to play nine innings, sir? Yeah, let's go. All right, so your theme is going to be active leaders. Okay. So all the answers to your questions are players that are actively playing in the major leagues. Okay. And let's get started with question number one. This newly acquired designated hitter for the Chicago White Sox is third on the active home run list with 414 home runs.
1: Edwin Encarnacion.
0: Edwin Encarnacion is correct. Yes. All right, good start. We're one for one. So let's move over to question number two. He's second on the active hit list with 2,815 hits. And this Detroit Tigers player and White Sox nemesis has a shot at 3,000 hits before his massive contract ends after the 2023 season.
1: As a baseball fan, I hope he gets there. It's Miguel Cabrera.
0: Miguel Cabrera is correct. Yes. Try to feed my uh, baseball need. I'd watched the highlight of the 2003 World Series where oh. 20-year-old Miguel Cabrera <laughs> took 41-year-old yes. Roger Clemens deep.
1: That was a that was a, that was a joyous so world ago. series for Yankee fan, Yankee haters everywhere.
0: Yes, it was. But my gosh, that was 17 years ago. just crazy. Yeah. Question number three with Bartolo Colon likely pitching in the Mexican league for the 2020 season. This former Detroit Tigers pitcher will start the season atop the active pitching wins list with 225 wins.
1: That is current. I want to say it's current. Houston Astro Justin Verlander.
0: Justin Verlander is correct. Yes, I I have a sense that you were contemplating either Verlander or Max Scherzer.
1: No, I mean it was it was Verlander. I just I, I believe it's Verlander. Scherzer I believe has got like fifty or sixty wins less, but right. Um, but Verlander was the only one. I just have. Bartolo Cologne has always been the answer for any active pitching leader category for such a long time. That it's kind of hard to fathom that he's not going to be there this year.
0: Yeah. And another guy that's been around a long time. <laughs> so moving to question number four, this Angels batter is currently the active leader in total bases and fifth all time with 5,863 total bases. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Is correct. Yes. We are four for four. And we are now approaching question number five. And this is where the difficulty gets turned up a little bit. Okay. With question number five, with 346 saves, this Chicago Cubs reliever is the active leader.
1: Who is he? That is Craig Kimbrell.
0: Craig Kimbrell is correct. Yes. Five for five. And now we move to question six. So Tom got to question six. James got to question six. And they have failed. Only one person has ever gotten this question correct. Okay. In the history of nine innings. I am hoping you are (laughs) going to be the second one here, Jeff. Because if you get this question correct, you will get three hints to help you with questions seven, eight, and nine. Are you ready for question six? Yes. Question number six. Despite leading the league just once in this category... This St. Louis Cardinals outfielder is the active leader in triples with 82. Active leader in triples. Oh,
1: that is, you said 82. That would have to be, let's see, the Cardinals have got... The only guy that I think that could be there is currently on the Cardinals would be Dexter Fowler. So, Dexter, I would have to go with Dexter Fowler because I can't even think of anyone else in the Cardinals that would even get a triple. So, Dexter Fowler.
0: Dexter Fowler is correct. Yes. (laughs) What a run. So, you are six for six. Now you have three hints to use for questions seven, eight, and nine. Okay. Again, you could use all three hints on one question. Uh, so, if question seven is too difficult, remember you can use all three hints to help you out. Okay. Uh, if you only need one hint, you still got two remaining. Uh, so, are you ready for question number seven? I'm ready. This journeyman starting pitcher is second among all active pitchers with 108 wild pitches in his career.
1: <laughs> oh, journeyman. <sighs> I guess I would have to get, let me give it, let me get a hint on that one.
0: All right. Your first hint. He has pitched for 14 different teams.
1: <laughs> it's Edwin Jackson.
0: Edwin Jackson is correct. Yes. that's a It's a great hint. All right. So you got two hints okay. left and you got two questions remaining. So if you get these two questions right again, you're going to win the grand prize, $100 gift card to mlbshop.com. So are you ready for question number eight? Yes. All right. Question number eight. He leads all active players with 415 stolen bases. Who is he?
1: I'm going to ask for a hint again.
0: Your your second hint. He has played for eight different teams.
1: Hmm. 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 I've got one hint left. You do. Seen 415 in the context of baseball history. is not a lot. (sighs) Yeah, I'll take one more hint.
0: He has played as an outfielder for both the Detroit Tigers and Cleveland Indians.
1: Okay. Tigers and Indians.
0: And you are now out of hints.
1: I think he's still kicking around.
0: Rajai Davis. Raja Davis is correct. Oh, man. Yes. What a guess. Jeff, you have answered the first eight questions correctly, and now you are at question number nine. If you get this right, you are our second-ever grand prize winner. Without hints. Jordan, Jordan Lazowski. And see, Jordan, he ran out of hints heading into question number nine as well. Okay. So you're in the same spot here. So you have no hints left. Okay. Are you ready for the final question? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. This player is the active leader in assists from center field with 63. Who is he?
1: Think of a from center field. There's a couple guys that come to mind. Can I think out loud? Or is that not? Yeah, I don't absolutely. Know I mean, Kiermaier comes to mind. Um, I mean, Trout, I don't know if he's been around long enough. I'm trying to think of long-term center field here. Like I mean, Fowler again, but I mean, Fowler doesn't have the best arm. I mean, Rashid Davis again, he's been around forever. But he hasn't, again, he's not. Jackie Bradley hasn't been around long enough. I mean, the one guy that comes to mind. The guys, I'll be honest, the guys that came to mind, top of mind right away were Kiermaier, Trout, um, Kane, and McCutcheon. Those are like the long time, The guys that have been around a long time that have figured prominently. But I don't think Trout's been around long enough. And Kane has not been around. He's been around a while now, but he has been around as long as McCutcheon. And I don't, he, but the problem is he, he wasn't starting regularly until later on. McCutcheon's been around forever.
0: You got twenty seconds.
1: My thinking out loud isn't very entertaining. But <laughs> you want to go with trout with everything, but in this context is it is it Andrew McCutcheon?
0: Is correct <laughs> Oh
1: my god. Yes. That's, a, that's a total that, was, <laughs> that is not kill at all. That is total guess that is total guesswork.
0: Well, great guess. You got all nine questions correct. <laughs> Jeff Fayer, you are second ever grand prize winner of nine innings. You got all nine questions correct. And that's the secret sauce, folks. If you answer question six correct, you win the grand prize, oh it looks God. like. Oh, uh, my God. For everybody else that gets it wrong, they just get stuck at question six. But you did it. Congratulations. How do you feel winning the grand prize? Ah. Uh...
1: I feel I'm ecstatic, but man, I man, I wish that we got there quicker. That's a that's a tough one because there's a lot of people uh, out there. It could be, but man, I feel good. Thanks, Josh.
0: Hey, no problem. So again, you're getting the hundred dollar gift card to MLBShop.com. You're also getting a copy of. The new book that's being released by Triumph Books on April 14th, Future Value The Battle for Baseball Soul, written by Fangraph's Eric Loggenhagen and ESPN's Kylie McDaniel. And you'll get some Socks Machine swag. But congratulations, Jeff Ayer, for being a grand prize winner on nine innings.
1: Josh, thanks so much for having me again. Appreciate it.
0: Well, how about that? Congrats to Jeff for being our second grand prize winner. Also, a great job by Tom Pauly and James Fox for answering five questions in a row. But after our fourth episode, it is clear that question six is the great hurdle. You get that question right, and you set yourself up for a chance to win the grand prize. Who will be our next grand prize winner? It could be you. If you would like to be a contestant on nine innings, sign up at SoxMachine.com. Nine Innings is a Sox Machine production featuring Kim Nowakowski announcing, written by Ted Mulvey, music by Andy Schofield, and executive produced by Jim Margulis. Follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine and subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Josh Nelson, and thanks for listening to Nine Innings.
3: From earaches to strep tests, there's MinuteClinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit
0: MinuteClinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.
1: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.